God will provide. Let us recognize the generous God in our needs in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, welcome to St. Benedict, Oakland, your home. This is where we encounter God. And today, this Sunday, we are celebrating the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. This solemnity gives us a picture of how generous our God is. God, who used to be a spirit, took a form of a human body in order that he may redeem our bodies. And not only that, but he used the simple bread and simple wine in order that we may experience him. What Jesus, what God assumed, he redeemed. This solemnity is a celebration of our redemption as human beings and the rest of creation. And the best preaching about the Eucharist is a Eucharist well celebrated. Brothers and sisters, let us prepare ourselves for this encounter. Let us participate in this celebration so that others may be drawn to Jesus. For the many times we fail to recognize the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, in his word, in his body and blood, let us be sorry for our many sins and beg God for his pardon and mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen.
Let us pray. O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to reserve the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of, our, of your redemption who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the book of Exodus. When Moses came to the people, and related all the words and ordinances of the Lord, they all answered with one voice, we will do everything that the Lord has told us. Moses then wrote down all the words of the Lord and rising early the next day, he erected at the foot of the mountain an altar and 12 pillars for the 12 tribes of Israel. Then, having sent certain young men of the Israelites to offer the Holocaust and sacrificed young bulls as peace offerings to the Lord, Moses took half of the blood and put it in large bowls. The other half he splashed on the altar. 
taking the book of the covenant, he read it aloud to the people who answered, all that the Lord has said, we will heed and do. Then he took the blood and sprinkled it on the people, saying, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words of his. The word of the Lord. Shall I make a return to the Lord for all the good he has done for me? The cup of salvation I will take up, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will Precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. I am your servant, the son of your handmaid. You have loosed my bonds. sacrifice of thanksgiving and I will call upon the name of the Lord my vows to the Lord I will pay in the presence of all his people I will take the A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, when Christ came as high priest of the good things that have come to be, passing through the greater 
and more perfect tabernacle, not made by hands, that is, not belonging to this creation. He entered once for all into the sanctuary, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of a heifer's ashes can sanctify those who are defiled so that their flesh is cleansed, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from dead works to worship the living God. For this reason, he is mediator of a new covenant. Since a death has taken place for deliverance from transgressions under the first covenant, those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. is with you and with your spirit a reading from the holy gospel according to mark glory to you o lord on the first day of the feast of unleavened bread when they sacrificed the passover lamb jesus disciples said to him where do you want us to go and prepare for you to eat the passover he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man will meet you, carrying a jar of water. Follow him. Wherever he enters, say to the master of the house. The teacher says, Where is my guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? 
Then he will show you a large upper room, finished and ready. Make the preparations for us there. The disciples then went off, entered the city, and found it just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. While they were eating, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take it. This is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them. And they all drank from it. He said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which will be shed for many. Amen, I say to you. I shall not drink again the fruit of the vine, until the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Then after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, once again, welcome to St. Benedict in Oakland. And uh, on this solemnity of the body and blood of Christ, I would like to reflect on how the body and blood of Christ affect us in our daily lives. That we who receive the body and blood of Christ become what we receive and as we become what we receive we also share our bodies our blood for others to celebrate life i remember last month father jason our pastor and me and i joined a group of about 15 individuals who gathered at the corner of this church, 82nd and Bancroft Avenue, with our placards, inviting commuters and drivers to make a kind of a noise barrage as a protest against the violence happening. And I ask why at the corner of 82nd and Bancroft, one of the participants told us, one of the participants told us that the 82nd Bancroft is the epicenter of violence in East Oakland. And at that time, I bowed down my head at that corner in front of St. Benedict Church and remembered the many bodies broken, blood spilled uselessly. Families shattered, children left fatherless, motherless, and lives wasted, and prayed for victims of violence. And I think it is just appropriate and proper 
that as I reflect on the body and blood of Christ in this church, close to the epicenter of violence in East Oakland, I invite you to pray for peace. And this Eucharistic celebration now becomes a kind of a medicine, a way by which we beg the Lord to bring healing to a broken world and a shattered humanity. St. Thomas said it very well, that there is no other sacrament that gives, that brings more healing than the reception of the body and blood of Christ. Yes, the body and blood of Christ as it is broken and as it sheds blood to humanity becomes the source of healing for all of us. And every time we receive the body and blood of Christ, we make a clear commitment and a profession of faith, no to violence. And as I was reflecting on this thought, not long time ago, we have heard another violence in the Bay Area, wasting nine lives. And we Catholics are invited as we celebrate the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. We are invited to come together and pray for healing. We are invited that as we receive the body and blood of Christ, let our bodies become an instrument of peace, of healing, and non-violence. And that is why what we need for healing is to live a life that is Eucharistic, a life that speaks of communion, a life that tells people that all of us share the same humanity. And this is what we speak of as the body and blood of Christ, that every body, each body that we live is just part of the whole that every vein in us, there is a blood that is connected with everybody else and that which we call Christ. In the first reading of today, we can better understand this. When we have heard from the book of Exodus that the Israelites who shattered the relationship with God wanted to bring back that shattered relationship. God always desires communion. And from the end of the Israelites, they offered young bowls. And this blood of the young bowls was divided into two. One was sprinkled to the altar, and the other was sprinkled to the people. And when this was done, the blood now became a symbol of communion. What belongs to God as life, symbolized by the blood, becomes also part of humanity. And this is a way of participating the life of God and the life of humanity. That is why for God, He cannot just imagine violence 
to humanity and to the rest of the world because what belongs to him is part of him. Humanity as belonging to God, whatever violence inflicted on single human being is a violence inflicted against the body of God. Brothers and sisters, St. Therese, Teresa of Calcutta reflected that the reason why we don't live in peace, the reason why we are so violent is because we have forgotten that we share the same humanity, that the hurt of a brother or a sister is also my own hurt. And this is the spirit of the first reading of the day. And this spirit of communion between God and humanity in the first reading was forged all the more in the second reading from the letter to the Hebrews. And this blood is not only coming from the bull, but coming from the blood of an unblemished God, the innocent one, the God who is so just and does not deserve any violence, any experience of violence, was the same God that humanity had inflicted violence. And I think this happened precisely because this God wants to shock us, to awaken us from the many violences already happening in the world so that when we see this God who is undeserving of any violent action, we may be awakened and be stand still and realize what are we doing. The violence that God experienced in the second reading of the day from the hands of cruel humanity is God's own way of awakening us to stop violence. Enough for humanity. Let me take it. This is the mind of God. And this is the desire of God to end all violence. And that's why in the gospel of today, from the narrative, from the gospel of St. Mark, Jesus in his Eucharistic institution clearly said, this is my broken body. Take it. This is my blood. Drink it. And every time we take the broken body of this God, every time we drink the blood of this God, we are making a clear profession to the world that my body will start becoming an instrument of peace and will also take good care of other bodies. If only all who receive the body and blood of Christ will make this resolve of taking good care of a body that is given to them, a body of a brother, a body of a sister, a body of a friend, if we only make clear resolve to be more gentle, to be less harsh, 
in our words, in our actions, to be more caring, to fight for those people who bully other brothers and sisters, then we can celebrate solemnly this body and blood of Christ. Brothers and sisters, it's a tall order. Let's not think that violence is something out there happening and we have nothing to do with it. The violence outside of us are clear reflections of the violence happening back home and the violence happening even inside of us. Let's start from within. I am not very happy to tell you about this experience that at one point, think about three weeks ago, I was moving around the parking space of St. Benedict and uh, I was uh, doing a kind of a brisk walking and uh, along the way while I was doing that, I realized that there was a parked car somewhere there outside of our fence and I realized from a distance that inside the car there was a man driving and violently shouting at the woman at the driver's seat and slapping the woman helplessly and I could not do anything with that violence people passed by they did not mind what was happening inside the car and the woman inside never dared to get out of the car and ask for help and after that I just ran to my room and said is this the picture of the world now that some people whose bodies are being violated would not fight for themselves and would allow others to inflict wounds on them and are there also some people who just pass by and would not mind people being victims of violence and there are even priests who are just walking around and helplessly could not do anything for that i beg the lord let the body of jesus which is a recreation of the masterpiece of creation bring back the luster of a shattered human body so that in our own little way especially in our church within our reach in our families let not the lips that receive the body of christ hurt other people let us just start there within our reach let us be more gentle and if that happens we become what we receive there is a song of a filipino-american theologian about how those who receive the body of christ become the church caring for each other protecting one another serving one another and this experience of the body starts at home it says 
When we gather in our homes, through our prayers and our meals, we are fed and nourished together, our families broken and blessed. In the household of the Lord, where we come to share the meal, we are fed the words of our Savior, one family strengthened and healed. Ang katawan ni Cristo, ang katawan ni Cristo. Behold the body of Christ. Jesus, our Savior and life, rejoice, O people of God. We are the body of Christ. Brothers and sisters, we are the body of Christ. Me, you, brothers and sisters, the trees, the ocean, East Oakland, whatever happens to the world is happening to God. Let's take good care of one another. Amen. Brothers and sisters, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Mindful that Christ is the vine and we are the branches, we present these prayers to our sustainer and our hope. That the church, the sacrament of unity, may draw all believers to know the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. 
that leaders of our country and states may survive to respect the charitable works of the church. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. That those with doubts or whose faith has wavered may be strengthened and may be lifted by this sacred mystery. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. That all who share the Eucharist with the elderly and the homebound may be blessed with patience, loving hearts, and an appreciation of life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. That the faithful of our community may grow in appreciation of and participation in adoration and Eucharistic devotion. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For our beloved dead, that they may be with the Lord, and for the intentions of this Mass, offered for the happy repose of the soul of Claudel Leon, and for the healing of Nancy Nieves. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For our own personal intentions. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. Loving God, you offer your beloved Son the sacrament of the Eucharist. We humbly bring these prayers in the name of Christ, our portion and our cup. Amen. Amen.
brethren that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of God's name for our good and good of all his holy church. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in the mystery in the offerings we here present through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for at the Last Supper with his apostles, establishing for the ages to come the saving memorial of the cross he offered himself to you as the unblemished lamb the acceptable gift of perfect praise nourishing your faithful by this sacred mystery you make them holy so that the human race bounded by one world may be enlightened by one faith and united by one bond of charity and so we approach the table of this wondrous sacrament so that bathed in the sweetness of your grace, we may pass over to the heavenly realities here foreshadowed. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration, and we with all the hosts of angels cry out, and without end we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fund of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church is spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Michael, our bishop, all the clergy, and the whole community gathered around this table. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him with him in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever.
Brothers and sisters, let all those who are living praise God who is our Father. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said to your apostles, Peace I live you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us share a sign of peace with each other. Behold the broken body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. 
Blessed are we invited to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Grant, O Lord, we pray, that we may delight for all eternity in the share in your divine life, which is foreshadowed in the present age by our reception of your precious body and blood, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Some announcements. There will be a second collection next weekend for the Holy Father. Please be generous and may invite those who are celebrating their birthdays this week, wherever you are in your homes, for those who are present here, to please stand and we'll pray for you. Birthday, let us extend our hand, our hands toward sister here and those in their homes, offices, celebrating with us. God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the gift of life. Hear the prayers of your servants who recall the day of their birth and rejoice in your gifts of life, love, family, and friends. Bless them, Lord, with your presence and surround them with your love that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Happy birthday. And I invite those who are celebrating their anniversaries, husbands and wives, wherever you are, bow down your heads as we extend our hands, praying for you. Loving God, we praise and thank you for these husbands and wives celebrating their anniversaries. And for whatever celebrations they remember you in your faithfulness. Lord, be with them. Keep them always in love for each other and guide them in their decisions. Make them healthy, holy in their lives. Bless them, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy anniversary. And... Uh, Instead of welcoming visitors, I would like to thank in a very special way for those who are here uh, making this video mass possible. If I told you in the reflection that uh, close to St. Benedict, they say is the epicenter of violence, I invite you to join these people who are peace-loving, making St. Benedict the epicenter of peace in East Auckland. Thank you very much to all of you, of course, men and women, peace-loving people here in St. Benedict, Deacon Ron, Romel, and Dion, thank you very much. And of course, the very peaceful voices of St. Benedict's choir, Yvonne, Erin, Wandra, Dorgan, Sally, Brianna, headed by Leonard. Thank you very much. And of course, to Clarence. 
Thank you. Brothers and sisters, if you are able, please join us in our physical, uh, actual Mass here in St. Benedict and let us become an antidote of violence in East Auckland. Let us become medicines of violence in East Auckland. Amen. Amen. Please stand. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our celebration is ended. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.